Oh, welcome to Crit Happens, the show where we laugh at our inadequacies as we come together to play Dungeons & Dragons. Once again, my name is TJ, and I'll be serving as Dungeon Master for these Pussy Months Pussies. Now, it is my pleasure to welcome everyone back to Everyone's already laughing, here we go, it's going to be a great start, guys. Last time we began as the party checked out the new car given to them by the Underdark King, Cyrus and Lungs. Well, then went out and enjoyed another night of Dizan's party life, while Rava visited her family and Ulfric a tattoo on her chin, matching that of the ancient Auri of this region. At the party, Chuck continued his substance exploration as he tried bugbear milk, which opened his third eye, allowing him to see more than the naked eye, otherwise known as true sight. He also seemed to be able to hear the thoughts of Hawthorne, who he then made out with awkwardly in the center of the bar while covered in piss. The party then traveled to Sinros at, at the request of Atlas. Aaron and Rafa practiced their tattooing skills as they gave Chuck two purple teardrops under his eyes. On arrival in Sinros, the Uber Volver Tavern, Bo met the lovely Rika and the children of she and Wolf. Wolf. Rika then brought you all a meal and the mail that had been gathered for each of you. Pick up tonight as you all wake up from your long rest. Back to the intro, guys. Good work. I mean, really? I didn't think we were going to do that. That was like the third take. Honestly, I didn't, I didn't think it would happen. We're here now. As you all wake up, in each of your rooms, is there anything you wish to do before heading downstairs? Heading downstairs, there's breakfast prepared for you. The same table you were at the night before is filled with potatoes, and ale, and eggs, and even meat. Specifically, it looks like pork scratchings. Daglins? How do you say that? Pork scraps. Scraglins. Meat scraglins. Not southern enough for this. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. It's like leftover pieces of pork. Pork chonkers. Oh. <laughs> pork chonkers, no. Bits of pork. But there's my ears. Uh, Atlas is currently sitting at the end of your table and you come downstairs. Yeah, that's right. Keep laughing, fucks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I think if you come down, I assume Rabo would be first. Yeah. You see Atlas sitting down enjoying his pork scraglings, chonkers. Yeah, Atlas? I mean, my mouth is full. Are you enjoying your pork chonkers? Drinks the mail. This is right next to me. You're awfully close. I'm the only one here. And my point is that there's a whole bar here. You chose to sit next to me. We're all sitting at the same table. Good, but you also have to sit down there. But I want to make eye contact. You want to be close to me. Alright, closer. You crush? Closer. Ring off and say no again. Okay. No. I'm making that side check. Okay, yeah, maybe. Uh, portal of 20. What did he ask? Uh, if you have a crush on him. Oh, he's done. Oh. <laughs> I was just joking, anyways. I wanted to see how I gave you the ring off. Oh, no one else is here. You said you wanted to train? A little bit. Okay. Like 20 minutes. Maybe 20 hours. I'm fine for you there. Even there. I get 20 hours. 20 minutes just. Runs time, Farron comes walking down. He does a big yawn and stretch on the staircase and then walks down. Oh, right then. Oh, we're done early, Rolla. He walks in and sits next to you. Oh, yeah, this side. Is you see that? I my eyes were closed most of the way down. I could just tell you were down here. Well, you're oh. you chew loud. I'm not eating right now. I have a plate. Why is he chew as loud? Chews as loud as you chew. We have a plate. Thirty in front of you. He has some pork chunkers. Pork chunkers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do anything interesting last night? I read a lot. 
for you. Right. Taking three or four books. Very nice. Kind of for you. Vulcan comes down and sits. Oh shit! Human uh, food again. I see. Oh, Ricky, can I just get some chicken bones? Thank you. He brings in a plate of bones. It wasn't like I was being rude or anything, I just really liked the taste of it. Shut the fuck up. Oh, sorry, you're not down there. Bless you. I thought, I thought that sneeze was in character. I thought this sneeze was in character. <laughs> ah, so, uh, what's the plan for today, Robin? Oh. I know Lily mentioned that her instructor wanted us to meet in the morning sometime. And uh, is this your boyfriend or something? Points to Atlas. Oh, no, but I do say I love you. She's like your. Oh, buddy. Oh. I thought that was Aaron. What? Coming down the stairs. I'm I'm more like sugar daddy, really. Yeah, that's the one. And I'm gonna say, yeah. He looks at Atlas and see her daddy. He's a daddy. And Atlas, I'm not the father, no. No. There's nothing there yet. I'm Atlas, I'm the dean of the college. Or your friend. He's walking. I'm, I'm going to see him. He's not seen even Warforged in Sandhouse. Yeah. You're not concerned about that? No. He was well on his own. We have a basement that's literally just a meeting room for an insurgent. So I think there are bigger things to worry about than we'll Wolgan puts ahead. I'm not hiding out in the basement. I'm going to go out and find. Someone to beat up. That, that's not what I meant. I just said there are many things. Racist. Oh, I'm in your house. Doesn't mean you can treat me like shit because I'm a robot. That's what I was saying. <laughs> I was saying we have lots of things that we probably should be hiding, but we're not going to. Yeah, I probably should hide my massive dick, but I don't have that either. So. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Do you? Thank you. That's about all that they hate. And then body, body, pretty well. Yeah. Everything in D and D is to talk about the size of characters, Dick. Lily and Chuck to make a uh, wisdom saving throw. Excuse me. Uh, bring up the bundle. Hold it. Put it back. I mean, oh, it's, it's yours. It's yours? Sure. I don't think the matter addressed to you, anyways. Here, uh, what's the tips? Um, Lily, you feel yourself jolted awake. Like something like invaded your dreams, but you can't tell what. Demon. You feel like finding it downstairs. As you do, you see Chuck sitting in the hallway drinking water on the floor. Um, this house Erlock comes out with glasses on his non-existent nose, takes them off and folds them and puts them to his Ouch on his chest. Yeah, is he like 45 or something? He doesn't look at 69, but. He was going down for breakfast. I'm, I'm ready for breakfast. Yes. He reaches a hand down to help Chuck get it. You carry me. No. Why not? I just don't think I'm comfortable with that, man. You. Just drag me along. I really don't want to walk. 
literally just dragged me. Dude, through. you're seven feet tall. Stand up. And you're downstairs. Hey, I forgot you're short, so it takes you like hundred steps to make my one step. Okay, let's go. Down the stairs. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> 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 this way, everyone finds their way downstairs in the Atlas. Everyone, what is our plan for the day? Right now. We need to visit instructor. Uh, her name is the Iris Blum. The first thing I was like, I can't remember. She was like, <laughs> Oh, my name. Glad to see these two. Did you always do that first? Perhaps after. And the rest of you, free to do as you wish. Find please. See you fucking at me? Yeah. He's gonna mind fuck you again. I just did the cookie monster. Oh, what? I did the cookie monster. A cookie monster? Don't sound very good to me. I think you mean good cheese. It's pretty. That's my skin. G. Let's let him see more of a G. I'm a G. 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 There you go. Because you're saying coochie. That's not quite. G. Should I say coochie? I mean, coochie must coochie. No. No. I'm sorry. Okay. Right, yes, you can go find pastries, I suppose. And from there, I don't really know what Lily does outside of. I. Oh. oh. What you do outside of life either. That's fair. That is important. Uh, I can keep you alive better than you can, clearly. So. At least I don't have any hidden kids. I'm gonna walk away. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Reaction doesn't really. That's what that was about, but you'll be here, I suppose. If you could try to go to the market, I know that we could use uh, a couple of bales of hay downstairs. Well, I will see you all. We. This is. Thanks. He grabs his ale and walks out. Even like this? No. So, uh, where did you go when he's come down? I just want to play it to take a cup and cup with me. He's going to wait for everyone to come up with He walks out first. Thanks, he's going So you finish your meals? Is there anything? Yeah. Is there anything you wish to do before heading to see Iris? I'm ready to go. Right. We can lead the way then. As Lily takes you all a long walk across the street, uh, and then into the courtyard area, and up into the Bard's Tower. Uh, you all have. Well, she's been here before. I don't think the rest of you have been in the Bard's Tower yet. Is uh, there's music constantly playing, like elevator music, covers of all the best, you know, all the best, you know, bands. Like, what are you doing? Oh, hold on, I got you, don't worry. There's music playing in the Bard's College as you all walk in. There are several people here, a lot of them in green. Uh, the color for Bard's College, uh, the professors, is green. Uh, and then these black girls are the green ends. And then, uh, there's not very many of them. 
Uh, the one out here also be women. Uh, and then Lily leads you all up a staircase uh, towards this very large door uh, written Iris. Mr. Shuffling. A few moments passed. Uh, at this point, probably about 10. Eventually, the door opens, and you see this very frail, old-looking uh, human woman with a tight bun uh, of gray hair, very, very wrinkly face, but very happy. Oh, Penny and friends, um, it's, it's not coming in. He gestures real answer. Looking into this office, uh, it's very much the same shape as Atlas's office. Kind of like two sections here and then a rounded center at the back. A bunch of shelves, but the bookshelves are not filled with books. It's filled with oddities, like knickknacks, all the way up. Uh, floating between bookshelves, you see instruments or maybe a few pieces of sheet music. And all around the room is floating like actual notes of music in the air. The music plays and he comes from almost nowhere, or seemingly nowhere. She gestures in front of her and a bunch of chairs pull up. Please, have another seat. I didn't know who the calls for you for the purpose other than just hello and see who's running with Penny here. Hmm. Who are all of you? Uh, chaos under management. Oh, Theron, Kristen. Hi there, I am Theron, though. What's up? Bravo. Erlok. Uh, probably the oh, most obvious one here. I am uh, Erlok Dvorak, the nephew of uh, Atlas, or sorry, Atlan. I said Atlan. I said Atlas, I said. Uh, I don't really agree with this politics, so. An arc. Vulcan, kind of elves uh, He's an arc, and I'm Vulcan. Oh, right? He's another ex wife. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Reason to have gone there. Oh. I don't know. Anyway, he's now alright, so I think there's one thing I wanted to do. There's someone here, like, there's someone in the college would like to have Lily check out. It would be a very solid addition to the group. Um, she comes from the dogs all the way, well, from the, the jungle area, actually. And working on her fake nobility until we can kind of get up here. I'm hoping that maybe she would be. I think she'd be someone that's great for. Maybe Lily, while you're here. Virtually, you could find her and keep her. I'll give you her photo or information. That's what I'm talking and what did you know another? I am Iris Bloom. I am the uh, Dean of the Bard's College here at Santa Rosa University. I have been here for oh, 67 years or so. I've been Dean for officially weeks. Hey, I'm sure how well you all know Lily here, but I don't know. And her arms, I mean, she always had this red arm issue here. Never. She's just, but she was born with this, I suppose. I know. I know. Oh, all right, all right. 
I'm a terrible liar. I'm very. I don't like lying. I don't like liars either. So, so um, I wanted to let you know that if there's anything I can do for you while you're in town, you've got handlers and you've got uh, people at the bar. I am a truly neutral party here. I do recommend people one way or the other. I don't really try to get involved in politics at all. I don't really communicate with Atlas. I don't really communicate with Atlan either. So they do what I need to do. But one thing I will say is first that you all allow Lily to focus and keep her true to her purposes, keeping peace, beauty, and priority. I can trust you without asking. Don't worry, she can kill someone if she has to, but make sure it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Just with the presence asking. I meant maybe like, someone got someone in the street and leave their guts to the rocks. I mean, yeah. Don't you? I promise I'm not gonna do that. The train heist changed my mind about stealing, you know? And the train heist with the 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 earful I gave you here afterwards. The point. It was after all that stuff. Even though you're not lying to everyone and being a phony, you could focus more on peace beauty. I appreciate you all coming. I know you all have very busy schedules. I'm sure Atlas has you all completely packed today. I just wanted to take a chance to meet one of these friends. Yeah. Here to go as you wish, or I'm happy to answer any questions or anything you might have. Myself, I leave the college. Don't have anything there but They leave, sit awkwardly staring at her. I go, what is it? Yeah, well, yeah. You can ask her uh, the person to meet with us. Um, I'm just going to ask her about how uh, the younger wolf is doing it. Okay. We can get to that. And Chuck, what are you doing? I'm just gonna sit and see. You're the, you, you just get up and leave. Like, oh, oh, you're gonna message him. I see. It's just to make him show up. As you call in, he comes. All right, for you, he's done. Okay. Okay. How awkward about it. So you head over there. Let's stay back and chill. Yeah. Uh, just... It's nice and easy, isn't it? Oh, you're back as well. Uh, you're leaving as well, sorry. He quickly follows after me. As you all make way towards Atlas. Gives you uh, a folder that describes a fawn. Like a, uh, a skater uh, with pink hair, uh, darker, uh, um, darker brown uh, hair, I suppose. Uh, and a, a, like a darker skin, skin color. Uh, uh, it says to look for a, a tordillo. Might be wandering around with her later or another. I mean, Zenny. He and I. He should be somewhere, I'd say, in the lounge, one of them. Right. Maybe take her out for the years or something. Right. And uh, Chuck. What is it that you do with a group? Okay. Be like their advisor or mentor or leader? I guess you can say I'm a leader. 
or in a way they learn what not to do so you just make sure they stay in line hey i do that's for you know for educational purposes so see yourself as like the team leader yes got to take a very wise man to do that yes it's fantastic to have got someone more experienced today. That's where I made them through these beautiful times. Thank you very much for that. What did you do before you were in that Oh. My family. What's prison? This is only killed my cellmate. I escaped. Give the other one back. Remember much after that? I found these guys because I was bored. Yes, you're really able to work with this as a leader. Yes, that's really true. I mean, of course, I know he's a leader tonight, right? So that's a very interesting. Like, even murder is out there. There are beautiful things about that. There are beautiful things about walls. I'm not sure you weren't allowed to, right? Yeah, I but not anymore. And on that note, we'll be heading out to find our real leaders. Well, again, we're kind of like a follow each other. No one really leads. Everyone kind of just follows. Really, we just kind of find ourselves in the same car. Um, we're kind of sardines being found on a wall. He's great. I've seen off to the front. He's up there. Answer with my eyes and tell us our He's just become this glass. He sees a little bit of time talking. Is there anything else I can do for you? Wolf. This one's here, you said. Say hi. He just said he's coming back from Ethram. Say hi. He's not here. Say hello for me. Okay, back to my water drink. All right, well, um, else, I'll see you all soon, and maybe next time you come through. I, I already left. Okay. Oh, uh, we'll come back to you and Farron as you guys are going to see Atlas. Uh, Farron catches up to you. I think that's what's the plan. Um, I was wanted to train with me for about 20 minutes, and then I need to go shopping. So I'll just sit- I'm gonna pull up the letter. Siren gave me a list. Good. I'll just sit down here in the courtyard then and twiddle my thumbs. Which would? I have nothing else to do, so... Anyone else to talk to, so... Hey, why you You talk to everyone. You couldn't go see if that one girl is still in the... Good. I think I'm all right. And he sits down by the fountain and pulls out his, his uh, drawing pad. Starts sketching. You head up to Atlas. Okay. It's about probably another five or so minutes before you get to the top of the tower. My legs are broken. Yeah, your legs are like noodles. Uh, the door is shut when you get to the top. You're not gonna swings open. 
Excuse me, make a perception check. Perception check. As you walk in, his room is ransacked. Like, books are thrown off the shelves. Things are not flying from shelf to shelf. There are areas of the room that look to be like lacking. What the fuck? And you see Atlas lying on the ground over in one of the corners. I'm gonna run him. Okay. As you put your hands onto him, feel everything disappear around you. As everything around you turns to just black. You're like floating in space. You feel tense up to your throat. You feel yourself jolted forward. You're sitting in a classroom. Um, there are empty seats all around you and a whiteboard in front of you. Watch as a marker lifts. It's the word psionic board. P-S-I-O-N-I-C. You hear echoing through your head. What does that mean to you? Nothing. There are races. You see, watch, there's a brain that's sketched out. What do you see? Brain. What does that mean to you? Knowledge? Intelligence? It erases everything that was black again and you're floating. Tell me. You hear footsteps. As Atlas walks back past you, snaps and a chair appears in front of him and he sits down. The back facing you, he sits, arms on the back of it facing you. Any other time you wanted to know something. He showed me that memory. It reminded me of how badly I want to remember to cast that. Do it. I can. Are you dying? Yes. Right now? Not right now. Truly. Okay. Yes, we'll try. Making our contract. There's no way. Ah, uh, that's a, that's an eight. As your hand raises. You watch green sparks kind of flicker out of it. Atlas stands and plucks them from your hands and throws them up large in front of him around his head as he looks at them. Right? He brings them down and claps them into his hand. Maybe at the time you were hurt. Well, when my, my grandmother died? Right? Tell me about it. He... Still hurts too much. Good. Tell me about it. Well, she got sick. And she died. Oh, you're so emotional about it. You're so caught up on it. Mm -hmm. It's such a great detailed story. Well, I guess that's all then. He's walking back to the chair. You can actually save it for this advantage. Ah, he turns around and puts a thumb between your eyes ah. <laughs> as I look to myself and you feel yourself sucked out of space and time you arrive 
sitting uh, in a chair next to a bed. In the bed, you see your grandmother. She has a blanket on, and she is pale. She's looking at you, and a perception check. She smiles. All right. Looking at you. Yes. Why are you crying? No. You clearly are. <laughs> Just don't want to lose you yet. Here, I'm going to so emotional. Why don't we get to make that call when the gods call on us? Yeah. I understand that. Yeah. I know, Grandma. And why are you crying about it? It's still sad. Sure. Yeah. It's still here now, so. Right. Why not save your tears for later? Right. Well, you do when I'm gone. I haven't thought that far ahead yet. <laughs> the last time you went to the library. It's at least been a day. Imagine you go there. Mm-hmm. Your friends. Yeah. See that boy. Yeah. <laughs> All the things that you want to know. Number one. And you read. I have the knowledge to stop whatever's doing this. I need more time. Not really how it all works. Even if you were the most powerful wizard to ever be, you would not stop this. That's a great thyroid surface. I wouldn't want her to. This is what's supposed to happen. The set motion by France, and now it happens. You seem angry. I am. Me? Yes. Nothing that can be done. Nothing that could have been done. Oh. You want to continue learning when I'm gone? You want to continue learning when I'm gone? Yes. Probably even harder. <laughs> Do you think you can stop this still? Yes. What can I say to make you know that you can't? Nothing. She removes the ring from her finger and hands it to you. Knowledge is a good thing to want. Let it be for you, not for me. And know that in your pursuit for knowledge, a lot of people try to sell you things that aren't always true. Try to sell you falsities and lies. Those are not right. Those people are not right. 
Stay true to who you are. Don't show anyone the cards they don't need to see. Know that you have the strength to do things on your own. You don't need anyone else. And the time's come. Know that you know what is best for you. Be strong and be brave, but don't be free. Give out knowledge, things. You don't trust the words of everyone. Even that boy. He hands you the ring, like, let's go of it. You know the perception check. All these are cursed. Eleven. Your rolls just suck tonight. It's just this one that it sucks. You're not used to it. Yeah. Your hand. She takes it. Put your other hand out. Think of the thing you want most in your life, like long term. Mm. What is it? Anything. Hundred years from now, what do you want to have? Where, where do you see yourself in the hundred years? Yeah. Like I said, I can't see you. Can't see that anymore. Just think about a hundred years from now. Just think about it. Close your eyes. You feel sort of like this pressure intensify on your head. And you... What would your perception check, by the way? 11. And you... Think about 100 years hard. You have no idea what that looks like. <laughs> no. You sort of just envision a clock spinning. Yeah. <laughs> you open your eyes and your hand... You can see yourself standing over a desk filled with books. Uh, you can hear your hair like kind of like messy everywhere. It's ridiculous. You have like glasses on, like like half moon reading glasses. You're looking down as you can see written on this book, just scrawlings of like nothingness. You can you have no idea what any of this says. But clearly the you that you're seeing knows what this says. Mm. You've got like a quill in hand and you're smiling. You see a, a spectral book floating next to you. On your shoulder you see this this massive owl. You just feel the happiness that that Rama feels. Excitement. You hear and from next to you. Energies. Future. I don't know what that is. Continuance of knowledge. Where to be? You watch as that rebel looks up, back up at you. And like makes a weird face, like chest up. She casts a spell at you, <laughs> and you feel very much at peace with this. You start to feel her happiness a little bit. She just smiles at you. She looks to your grandma. Rather, it was meant to trust someone. Watch as it fades. Your grandma smiles at you. Why do you do great things? As her eyes close, vision fades and you're floating in black space again. Atlas sitting in front of you. I almost dozed off. Yeah, it's pretty boring. 
this pain talking to someone. Sometimes. <laughs> he claps his hands twice in the black phase and you're sitting in a chair. His office. His office is put together and normal again. And he's sitting at the desk and he's like, Who's with you in these weird you have to have someone like I don't understand. What was that? What 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 was that thing you were looking at? Ball? Whatever it was, I don't know. Uh, it was just me in the future. How far is that from now? Sixty years. How'd you do that? Gonna do what? Can it? I don't know. I don't remember that. Spice, you've done something you don't know. Yeah. I don't. When I look back on that day, I don't remember saying that. But, I mean, I could have just been blinded by emotion. I did by emotion. long until Farron blinds you. What do you mean? You start making decisions on that or otherwise because you're afraid it's going to affect him. Well, I haven't, and I don't think I will. Let's try something. Get out of my spell, or your spell book. I know that you can't do this necessarily yet. You found good use of my spellbook yet. Um, yeah. I can't read most of it. Good. But, I mean, it's a good basis of what... what I... would like to do, I guess. Oh. <clears throat> I want you to set your spellbook down on this stand here. Okay. Talk to it. You talk. Say hi. Like you're talking to me. Hello. It's feeling. Hello. Go look. Let's get something. Anything. Ooh, what's your favorite color? You walk and she sort of waves a hand over it. Mm -hmm. The spell book lifts up. Fire. Color is beige. That's a good color. Not you. Purple. Oh, what a. Uh, sick of people in that purple. People right around here, purple, they got yellow and purple being the same colors. And then he slammed the book down. It doesn't move. Uh, I mean. Talk to me, it's your spell book. But that's me. <laughs> it doesn't sound like that. You don't have a manifested mind yet? You don't have an idea of what you want it to be? So and also I cast the spell, so it became it took on the personality of a person that I but it was still your spell book answering. Continue working on talking through your spellbook and getting used to treating it as a person. It has feelings. Okay. In time, as you are stronger, you'll be able to manifest it and bring it out. Also, take time pondering on your past. What makes you you. The next time when I call on you, Maybe I'll actually learn something rather than just watch you be my like your grandmother again. As much as I appreciate the sob story, this is getting pretty boring. Yeah. Let me fry over some old woman. <laughs> I hate my grandma. I believe that. So. Is there anything you need from me, Robo? No. You lied to me and about knowing what psionics is. I don't know what you're talking about. 
Wolfric told me to ask you again. Wolfric is an old senile man. <laughs> I've only met him a couple of times. You said you have kids. Like I said, old senile man. But... That's not the recording. That, uh, you were in love. Not even once. What's her name again? You're asking me. Sorana? Yeah. Did you say that? I don't know. What was her name again? Sorana? I have not heard that name. That she has had three children? That she was slaughtered? It's a sad story. I feel bad for whoever that was. Sure. Okay, I went over my head. Hope so. Thank you. You might have read something about it in a paper. Um, he's hiding something, but it's not like clear. It doesn't seem like he's hiding like a lot. Mm. It just seems like there's something about that. Like maybe he recognized her name or something. Mm. That's all you really get out of it. And it was really only whenever you mentioned her name that it changed anything about his demeanor. Oh. Yeah, like you said, an old senile man. Mm. Anyways, that's all I had. Right, well, um, I'm gonna pull out that that cursed fucking book. The one that the one that fucked my my brain up it was a uh, that scrying book. Hmm. All right, I'll take that. He sets it aside. What else can I do for you? Oh, nothing. I just wanted to look at the book. A while ago, but then I forgot. I remember, I just haven't asked about it. Oh. This is that, um... Thank you for allowing me to dive into your brain once more. Sorry I can't tell you more about this psionics thing. Yeah. Eventually I'll know more for you. In the meantime, you're off to next. Uh, I need to upload the letter. Like, oh, you have. I got a letter from Fire and she told me to grab your copy of Hassani Nobles. I gave that to Lily. I to get from her. Um, and also, I was talking about, like, from Senras. What do you mean? Where are you going after this? Uh, just shopping. And, like, what city? Oh! Uh, or, Somewhere in between there. Hey, Clifton. Hey, Clifton. These are disguise. They know what you look like, and they're looking for you. Oh, Shivari's been watching me intently. Good. My plan for tonight is to come back around, and we can talk about that then. That's good. I'll bring over Lauchen and Zatsa. Uh, tell everyone to meet in the bunker this evening for dinner. Okay. Where's it? I'm seeing you soon. Mm -hmm. uh, don't get too attached to Farron. Oh. Make your way out. Mm. Alrighty. As you head down to go meet with your boy, who's sitting by the fountain crying. Uh, let's see. Wolf, you're gonna go back to the. Are you gonna go shopping after that? Okay, go ahead. Make an investigation check. You guys were gonna go shopping as well? You're gonna go see Zenny. You're going with her? Now that we're out of that Rava training, we'll get going. Teen. Alright, so uh you're able to find you you end up going out to like just outside of, of the entrance to Zenos to find a decent little uh livery. They're willing to sell you uh three three bales or 
Is there anything else you wish to do? Uh, as you make your way out <clears throat> to, excuse me, out there and back, I'd say it takes you probably a total of about three hours before you can make that to the bar. I'll put you back to the bar around, let's see, two. Meanwhile, uh, where are you, you going to go look for Zenny? Like one of the places? She says there's a good chance she's in, in like the bar lounge. Go look around the bar's lounge. Make your uh, investigation check. You and uh, Chuck both. Chuck will have a higher DC because he doesn't know anything about this place. What was it going to be? Investigation. Investigation. Mm. Probably will. Thirty twenty. Oh my! He was it twice. Roll twice. Take the lower. Oh, you have it. Never mind. You have a lower DC. Yeah. Or a different DC, not a. Sorry, I'm stupid. Thirty twenty. Thirty twenty. Where is it at? There she is. Uh, making your way down into this chamber, uh, there's like probably 15, 16 different uh, bards gathered here. Most of them playing music or, or telling jokes, something along those lines. Uh, as you look around, uh, Lily, you are very absolved, absorbed rather, all of these people, a long time since you saw so many people in one place, specifically bards, um, and all of them are so focused and seem to be very much like your kind of people, I guess the way to say it. You're just kind of watching all of that. Hawthorne runs off your shoulder and begins running around the room. He's He's going insane. Uh, and Huck is watching Hawthorne as he runs around because he's kind of obsessed with him right now. You watch as Hawthorne runs up and sits at the, uh, at the, the hooves of this two-legged uh, bipedal woman with short, curly, pink hair and tiny little horns, uh, darker skin with dark uh, fur for her legs with little kind of white patches um, as she is a satyr. Uh, she's carrying a lute on her back, and she has this, like, vest of leather chest plate. Underneath it is wearing, like, a, a very short sleeve uh, tunic of some kind. She's has her lute on her back, and she's holding a drink in her hand. Uh, you recognize her to be the woman that uh, Lily has described you looking for. Okay. Uh, you look over to Lily, and Lily's just, like, awestruck looking around, doesn't seem to notice. You're still not by her. You're standing okay. next to Lily. All right, standing next to her. Oh, that's how you saw her. Okay. Yeah. You're looking for. Remember, I don't remember too well. Oh, where? No, it's always. He points to her. As <laughs> I'm doing, that's like her. Now see her as well. Uh, you see that you see Hawthorne sitting in the floor, looking up at her, and you see this tordillo on her shoulders, his tail kind of like running down. Are you gonna go up to her or anything? Yeah. Okay. As you walk up, you gonna introduce yourself, or just gonna wait for her to notice you? Walk up to her, like, hey, are you Zenny? She, uh, her conversation look turns to you. That's me, hi, and you are. Really? It's such a pretty name. Thank you. Uh, uh, uh I miss Blum. She's friends to with you because she thought it would be a good idea if you came with us to, uh, she thought she'd be a good addition to the forgotten below. 
Point me in the right direction. I can happily talk to somebody who can help me understand it. I, I, I mean, I know you. I've only seen you here once before. I know you're probably busy. Yeah, I'm not busy. Wherever I'm here, we shall go to bar. All right, sure. So we're gonna drag Chuck with me. Yeah. Into the bar. Yeah. Are you gonna try to introduce her to everyone? Yeah. Okay. Wait until he gets back because we're getting close to wrapping this one up. Uh, actually, before he comes back, two of you walking across the street dragging this very pretty uh, satyr girl uh, across the street. It's going to take you a little bit of time, but by the time you get there, probably get there on the same time as Chuck. Or, sorry, Wolf. <laughs> you and Farron, as you get downstairs, Rava, he's sitting, at, he's sitting drawing at this little uh, fountain. He looks up right then, so... What do we need? Uh, a turtle egg, fresh journal, two bushels of Stenros wheat, three gallons of goat milk. Right? At least three of those things you can probably get like a general market. Mm -hmm. Well, that's just around the corner here. Yeah, fresh journal. Well, maybe actually all of those things. We could probably just run back into the library. Do that. Right? see Helga then. Two of you make your way into the very busy library. That gnome girl was behind the desk. Hello. I assume you're here for... Just go. Okay. So the two of you walk up to the second level and as soon as you guys are within eyesight of the little uh, shop here, Mars! She comes hobbling to the front, this plump dwarf woman. Oh, yeah, it's Rava, right? Yeah. And the sad one, Baron. Baron just. Not sad. Fine. Rava, what can I get for you? Uh, I'm just looking for a fresh journal. Not a problem. Goes out of the thin air and puts it down. Maybe three gold for you. Anything else I can get you? No. Baron, Baron. I could be the general as well. Sure. Gold for me. Actually, for you, it'll be fine. Gold. He looks at you and yeah, and they're fine. Gold. You know, we might be able to find the turtle egg and some other food item. The natural one. I'll try the market. Right then. Uh, both of you can make an investigation check at the market to see what you can find. Uh, both of you will have advantage on this. Okay. Uh, at the marketplace, there's it's very packed. Uh, there's a bunch of people here. I think it's some kind of like college visitation weekend or something because there's a lot of random people, all old mustaches. Um, looking around, you guys do manage to find all of those items. Uh, none of them at the same stand. Uh, so for the turtle egg, you're going to get it from this lizard folk. It's like this entire stand of like, exotic foods. Uh, and she sort of like strokes her beard and one turtle egg. I think it's like a dozen for uh, more. These are the price. One. Two. One. Team one. Grab a hard bargain. I'll take it for ten. Roll. She collects it. Milk, uh, there's this very old woman pushing a cart uh, with milk on it. And... Yeah. Oh, long for a gallon milk here. I've got cat milk. There's dog milk. There's human milk. I've got goat milk. I'll take three gallons of the goat milk. Maybe six gold. 
decided to try a sample of our cat milk. But the dog, oh, human, made it myself. Oh, thank you. All right, welcome. It's okay. It's... Then two bushels of stamina. And there's an herb stand as well. Uh, running it is a dwarf woman. And as you walk up, she. Dogger! What can I get for you? Wheat. Bushels of wheat. Sure, how many would you like? Have two bushels. She collects them and sets them down. That'll be five gold total. Sounds good. Fair enough. Anything else you needed to do? That's all the shopping. We head back to the tavern then. As all of you head back to the tavern, can I get everyone to make a perception check? Yeah. All of you get in there around the same time. Okay. Nice! All of you can see, closer you get, um, there's a tavern there. And then all of you sort of see each other and wave and begin walking up. Baron calls up. All right, so uh, I mean, get drunk before Atlas comes over. Yes, Chuck, you still got the Swede. You're all standing out, kind of in the streets outside. The streets. And who is this here? Points to the pink hair. This is Denny. Uh, Iris said that she'd be a good member of the Forgotten below. Oh, so you just oh. order to our hangout. Nice. That's really funny. To go there, like, out of the way and be like, Hi, I'm Ronald. Hey, I'm Zenny. That's a pretty name. What is the is the forgotten blow? What do you guys do? Uh, as you say that, can I get everyone to make one more perception check? Oh, uh, 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 this is hearing base. I don't think that matters to anyone. But... 18. 18. Uh, All of you begin to hear a crackling sound. Wait. Wait. Oh. As you hear it, does any smell toast? And as you all look to the sky, you watch this fireball flying and into the tavern, into the top of it. Being shards of glass and rocks shooting out everywhere. The top of the tavern begins to collapse, the building crumbles. Pick up there next week. So, as the tavern lies in ruin, kind of, maybe, who knows. Thank you guys for joining us. I hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. We'll see you guys next time.